Hey there, podcast listeners. Welcome to a new episode of Field Days, an award-winning podcast about news and hot topics related to the Michigan Department of Corrections. Here are your almost witty hosts, Chris Gouts and Greg Straub. Hello and welcome to a new episode of Field Days Podcast. I'm Greg Straub, joined as always by the department spokesperson, Chris Scouts. Chris, we are actually on location today. We are not sitting in your office. Yeah, we are. It's we are here nice to get in out. Pontiac. That's right. It's kind of nice to get out. We are uh, at the Salvation Army in Pontiac, Michigan. We're here for uh, the uh, Oakland County Parole Probation Offices are holding a job fair. And you know, when we say job fair, you know, we're not talking, you know, low level jobs. We're talking really career, good paying jobs that, um, that are hiring returning citizens. And it's, it's nice to see because I, I mean, I walked in um, with you and, and I was shocked by the number of employers that are here, right? Yeah, there's, it's a huge, huge number of employers. And it's there's a, a long line of people who want to talk with them. It's been really, really positive, really uh, reassuring to see. Yeah, when I got the email from you know Brock and his crew over here uh, to maybe come over here and, and talk about this on the podcast, I was not expecting all of this. You know, I was expecting you know a, a few a few employers around here that are hiring returning citizens. What we walked into was amazing. It really was. It was cool. Um, you can tell there's been a lot of work that have been that's been put into this. Um, I'm not sure who's put the work in, but we're going to find that out here momentarily. I think right because uh, we have some really cool guests on, some of our own MDOC employees that have really stepped up and uh, taken the lead on helping people get jobs, and I, we all know how important that is. You you know, how that really goes into helping somebody succeed long-term if they have employment in a career employment. So, you know, first of all, we thank you guys. We'll introduce you in a second, but thank you guys for, for the work that you did put into this. Um, you know, we have on an embedded agent, uh, Mackenzie Golfin from Oakland County, Nicole Odom, who works in the Offender Success Administration. And we have RM, friend of the pod, Brock Dietrich. And finally, we've been trying to get you on now for uh, one or two days at the most. Um, we, we appreciate you coming on. And, and you know, Mackenzie, I, I hear uh, some good things happened to you recently, some some personal things. What, what What's going on with your uh, with your basketball skills, my man? Not nothing too much. I just broke a scoring mark of 15,000 points. Yeah, yeah, nothing too much, man. It's a, <laughs> Chris Gow scored 15 points once in over over a whole season on JV. But uh, other than that, you know, congratulations. That's that's a huge step. That, Thank you. You, you, got, you got some skills, man. So, Thank uh, you very much. So, you know, Mackenzie, Nicole, and Brock, why don't you guys share, who, I, I kind of did, but who you are, what you do for the department. All right, well, I'll start. Um, like you said, uh, originally, Mackenzie Goffin, I'm originally out of Wayne County, but uh, I'm on the Wayne County Abetted Agent Team, but I work out of the Oakland County Sheriff's Department. So I assist Oakland County Sheriffs with anything that they may need through the MDOC. Hi, I'm Nicole Odom, um, Workforce Development Specialist, and I work in Oakland County and Macomb County and covering areas of Region 6 as well. And I work with a uh, returning citizen population, finding them employment. Hi, I'm uh, Brock Dietrich. I'm the region manager over Oakland County Parole and Probation. Mackenzie, let's start with you and let's uh, let's talk about how this came about. Why, whose idea was it? You know, why did we decide to do this? And just give us the nuts and bolts of how this happened. Again, I'm the lead agent for the Oakland County Efficiency Team. Uh, that came about through uh, RM Brock Dietrich. Uh, he had a vision of putting together a group that will con- uh, honestly focus on tasks and stuff from each office that could be like a bettering thing for um, agents and how we work. You know, it could be anything from as small as uh, what can benefit the courts and, you know, receiving reports, getting reports through faster or something like that, or something big like putting on an agent conference like we just did in March. Anything that's Again, like I said, for bettering the workflow of, of agents, that's what we try to tackle. We uh, got together a, a group and a team, and we put that team together, and we just been rocking ever since. You know, for over you know uh, almost two years now. And who, who's leading that team? 
Uh, I am. Okay. So talk about how the team came up with this idea. We saw Wayne County do it originally, and we just thought that was an awesome idea for us to do here also. So we figured, like, we wanted to give our population some um, good ideas and good feedback and stuff like that so they can, you know, uh, work on the success right here in Oakland County. Okay, and, 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 you know, Chris, you and Joel actually went down to the Wayne County Job Fair and uh, did a podcast from there. Yeah, it was really, really impressive. And, yeah, and it, I assume that, yeah, that that's where this idea came from. So that's that's good to hear. But yeah, it was great uh, to see. So, uh, Nicole, I guess, why don't you talk about your role in getting this venue and, and how and, and the role that you played and what you did to put this all together? Well, as my previous employment with MDOC, I was the lead agent and um, I worked as a lead agent um, doing social support as well as providing um, employment support for our returning citizen population. So I have attended several events here at the Salvation Army and networked with the Salvation Army to put on different events, such as our community resource fair that we do annually. We have an upcoming on September the 19th, where last year we had um, 43 vendors, and they were part all of community partners for Oakland County. So with that, I was able to network with individuals as well and provide employers here to come to this event as well. And I met most of the employers through networking and through, you know, just hitting the ground running, attending job fairs, uh, going to other resource fairs to uh, learn and meet employers who are open to hiring the returning citizen population. So I guess that leads me into a couple of questions for you then. Number one, this is a great place, right? The Salvation Army in, in Pontiac is, I mean, this place is wonderful. It's It's got the space, it's got the rooms, it's got help for people when they leave. They're giving them, you know, the food pantry here. How, how did we leverage such a great partner in, in this with, with Salvation Army? Well, the Salvation Army is close to the parole office. So just coming around, speaking with the uh, Captain John and Lieutenant, uh, Lieutenant Judy and um, Sylvia, who is a social support person here. She also attends our uh, returning citizen sessions that we have the fourth week every month here in Oakland County. So Salvation Army has always been a, a strong partner for us. They're open. They even provided free lunch for uh, everyone today that came and employers as well. I, I didn't got my free lunch yet, Chris. Have you got your free lunch yet? I'm just, I, I didn't, but but something that you mentioned, we should probably just touch on a little bit more, is that for the folks that are here, there is a food pantry here, right? And so they're able to come and they're able to get some things to, to take with them, right? So the, the food pantry is open to the um, anyone here in Oakland County that's in need. You said you work with you know a lot of resources and employers in, in your job. There are quite a few here, and I know we'll get into the numbers, but how did you get so many of the employers to want to hire returning citizens, obviously with a felony on their, in their background? I, I believe it's, it's duly part of the reputation, you know, just doing what you say you're going to do, not offering them anything that you know you can't offer and just being honest with them. Having them attend the vocational village, several of them have gone through the vocational village. They have hired individuals coming out of the vocational village, which is a great program. Anytime they have an issue or a problem with any um, returning citizen that they hire, I try to work it out with the agent, let the agent know when there's a problem. To, and I um, follow up with the uh, with the employer to see how well they're doing and what we can do to improve with them to prevent them from losing their employment. So I think they do like that piece, the follow-up piece. Well, well Brock, this is your, uh, we learned this was kind of your idea, your, your vision, and now, now we're here uh, today. Is, is this what you envision? Are you happy with how things have been turning out? Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, Actually, I think with with Wayne County picking up and and doing this job fair, it was a conversation that I had with um, with my boss Latrice Porter, and she encouraged that Oakland County also do organize an event like this as well, and so that's really kind of how the the ball got rolling. And to the credit of of the efficiency team and McKenzie and his leadership, you know they've really stepped up. They've done two very large projects I have asked them to take on with the agent conference and now this and 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 that group has which consists of agents supervisors has done just an extraordinary job of of stepping up and um, organizing this 
No, I, I agree. I mean, that's those, those are two pretty big, uh, big asks of, of of staff who seriously pulled it off. So you know, kudos to you know Agent Goffin down there and, and your in your crew because you guys have um, done some amazing, amazing work. So in our offices right now, how are we looking at employment? Number one, and then second, you know, how many? I, I do want to talk to somebody about how many employers are here, kind of what numbers we have, how many offenders are coming through here. So in in Oakland County, I, I think we're extremely fortunate. Um, we have a lot of resources here, and obviously with the work that the Nicole and and Ryan. Powell Shop is doing recruiting employers. Our employment rate is is pretty pretty significant here. Um, I have one office in Troy uh, probation that's over seventy percent of the probationers that they supervise are currently employed. After them is Pontiac Parole, um, and they're over sixty percent. And then you know lastly is Pontiac Probation, and they're just under sixty percent. So we have we have a really high employment rate here. And, and again, I think that goes back to the work of everybody, the agents you know, guiding our, our population, our parolees and probation, encouraging them. Uh, I know Ryan Powell had mentioned to me last night that the vocational village employment right here in Oakland um, is over 80%, um, which is extremely high. And, and Brody Flesher at Pontiac Parole, he's the primary vocational village agent, and he's, you know, he's dedicated to finding those guys' work. So we have a very high employment right here, and, and I think the staff has just done a wonderful job of of encouraging um, the people they supervise. Uh, I, I, I couldn't agree with you more. So let's talk you know, briefly real quick. Uh, how many employers do we have here? How many offenders are coming through? Um, what, what do the numbers look like right now? We have um, 35 employers that's here today. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Your own cheerleader. I like it. And um, we even had some other individuals who weren't registered come in as well. They heard about it. And uh, so they were able to come in and, and get tables as well. So glad to hear about that. So. That that is that, that I'm, I'm sure that was good for their operations here when you were, were expecting them, but it is good overall that that more employers are coming in and hiring our, our people. So as far as um, as parolees and probationers, the staff here did a, again a great job of we they referred over 380 parolees and probationers. Now some of those, um, unfortunately, well fortunately in some circumstances discharged, and unfortunately in others just aren't available to attend but um so it ended up being a final number of 350 and we also network with the local churches here three churches in the community that provided interview clothing so that some of the in some of the returning citizens who weren't interview ready as far as clothing they were provided with clothing so we also did that in addition to the resume workshops that we had at each office you know we, we can't thank you enough all of you for um the work that you put into this. I mean, th- this stuff has an impact. It matters. Uh, we say we say it all the time. You know, w- what you do matters. And uh, it's clear that, you know, the three of you, along with a lot of other people behind the scenes and who helped out with this, are making a difference to uh, 300 and some people, you, odd people you just said that are going to roll through here today. And to the 35 employers that are sitting out there trying to hire people who need people. Um, thank you guys, all of you, for everything that you do, uh, because it makes a difference. Thanks thank for you. having us. Appreciate it. Thank you. Well, Chris, you know, it's, it's always fun to have our staff on to talk about the great work that they're doing because they're really doing some amazing work. But it's, it's also fun to have people who are participating in some of our events on, too, to talk about why they do it, how they get involved in it. And that's just what we have today. We have two employers on the podcast right now with us. We, we have Chris Morris and Vern Fuller. Um, first of all, it's aluminum blanking. We are uh, sort of a manufacturing facility. We process aluminum that is on its way probably to automotive um, cars and truck parts. I like to hire people from the local Pontiac area. We've had very much success doing that. 
And I, especially, and many of the people I work with, we believe in second chances. So we know that we're not perfect and we're not looking for perfection. We're looking for good, hardworking people. Well said. I, too, work with uh, returning citizens through the Offender Success Program. A lot of my efforts are spent making people aware of the program, parole agents, probationary agents, uh, going into facilities and doing presentations, working hand-in-hand with Michigan Works, a lot of other government agencies, um, and getting the word to the men and women who are incarcerated that there is a better opportunity out there that awaits them. Good, good. So, um, you know, this this is a great event. We, you know, we talked about it earlier with with our staff. It's at Salvation Army in Pontiac. It's just there, there's so many so many employers here. It's so good to see. So I'm kind of curious to ask you guys why why did you guys decide to participate in a program like this in, this, in this job fair? Well, I've got two national records in this business. And I'm very passionate about it. I've been in the industry over 20 years. We are at 100% successful job placement with regards to returning citizens. And it's been an amazing journey over the last two years, working with Ryan Powell and Michigan Department of Corrections. When I first started recruiting trucking companies to participate, didn't ex- exactly get the warm fuzzies that they wanted to. But for those who gave us a chance, an amazing thing happened. I started getting requests for more. Vern, if you got two more like this person, send them. If you got four more like this person, send them. They started making the best employees. Um, I've been working with guys, men and women, who've made mistakes over the last 20 years. But when, when Ryan called and asked me to do it officially, well, yeah, I'm all in. We just turned up the volume on it. And for me, I would say I've heard the phrase bloom where you're planted and we are here in Pontiac. We love it. So we're always happy to hire from the local area, mostly because many people have transportation uh, issues and we're closer to them. That makes it easier uh, to get to us, whether it's catching a ride with other employees or maybe using uh, public transportation or Uber or any way that they can get to us. So it helps us um, when people are in the local area. And obviously with, with truck driving, people understand that, that they get what that is. Maybe if you could talk about uh, aluminum blanking and, and the kind of jobs that you're hiring for, and if those are jobs that uh, any parolee or probationer can get, or is there something that they're getting at the vocational village that can kind of, that transfers over? What are you looking for? Uh, okay, so I visited the village and I was happy to see all the skills that they were being provided. And as far as us at aluminum blanking, probably the automotive, even though we don't do automotive work, um, the mechanical skills that we need for people to maintain, uh, keep running and do preventive maintenance on our heavy industrial presses was good for us. And then um, I am always looking for high-low drivers. So I heard that that was part of the training that they might receive when they're learning other skills. I believe it was uh, cement or masonry. So that was a plus for us. But basically, we have entry-level positions that really don't require any previous uh, special skills. So that's one of the things that I think is somewhat unique to our company. Uh, You don't have to come in with a specific skill set. And then we always tell everyone that after that, there's many paths that you can take in the company. And we don't have any rules about, you know, you can only get one raise per year or something like that. If you come to work and you're dependable and you follow directions, you can go anywhere in the company. And a perfect example of that is our operations manager started out as a high-low driver. And I believe he's been there 28 years. So he's the best example we have of 
really promoting from within, and we like to do that. And Vern, for you, we talked this about a little bit earlier before we started recording, but obviously at the Village, we have the 3D truck driving program, and can talk a little about that and some of the, the folks that are coming out of that program and how they're fitting in once they get to you. The Vocational Village CDL training program is a wonderful program preparing these guys for receiving their Class A temporary instruction permit, and that's a big deal. A lot of our students have not been in school in 10, 20, sometimes 30 years. So the academic portion of it can be intimidating. It's a lot of information to learn in a short period of time. I've met the instructors at uh, Vocational Village. They are excellent. The simulator, I think, is, you know, it's as close to reality as you can get. But they do come out very well prepared, and we see that on our end when they arrive at Suburban Truck Driver Training School. So in terms of the the, the job fair, you've been at it for a couple of hours now. It's just after lunch. So what's the experience been like so far, like today, the the folks that you're getting in, the the candidates? What have you seen? And and have you seen some folks that might become uh, future hires? I definitely see several people that we visited today. They were all uh, seemed prepared and ready to go to work, and that's basically, I, I don't ask for much more than that. Um, so we gave them a couple of different ways that they can apply with us, and um, some were from uh, areas that seem maybe a little farther than what we're looking for, but we leave that up to them. If it works for them, it'll work for us. I run into the same three concerns that I always run into with, with our clientele today. One, is it real? Vern, am I really going to get a job? Three, am I really going to make the money that you said I'm going to make? And the answer is yes to all three. With this particular population, trust is an issue. So earning and developing that trust is key in the beginning. Giving them the confidence or trying to give them the confidence or the hope that they can actually do this, which they can. We are 98 for 98 of successful job placement at Suburban Truck Driver Training School with regards to returning citizens. I'm very proud of each and every one of them. They're doing fantastic. Uh, Only two have returned to prison. I think those numbers speak for themselves. The rest, I see them on social media and they're doing fantastic. So the program's actually working. I want to talk about like what goes into that success. So you're saying that, you know, people are, st- are sticking around, they're making good employees. Um, more, more employers are calling you saying, I need, I want more. Um, why is that? What are we, what are we doing? I guess that's, that's an asset to, to you. Well, for one, I meet with each individual uh, student who is a returning citizen and I make sure that we gain clarity on the primary and the, the largest responsibility we have is to keep the door open for the guy coming behind you. So I need you to do a great job. And most of them really take that personally. And they do so. Or I wouldn't be getting the demand for more of them. In fact, in many cases, most companies only want returning citizens. Most of my partnering companies, I should say. And the rumor has spread of how am I getting my driver shortage needs satisfied? Well, there's this guy named Vern who works with Suburban Truck Driver Training School. He's working with returning citizens. Hey, will he work with me too? It's just been an amazing thing to watch grow. But I have to say, it's been teamwork all the way. It just hasn't been me. It's been Ryan Powell, MDOC, the Michigan Works Case Management, case workers. Uh, there's a lot of people that go into making the man or woman successful who's returning to society. Well, you know, obviously this podcast, the, the, a lot of the people that listen to it are our employees and a lot of our agents and, and supervisors. And so for obviously for the 
population that's that's here today, they were referred by their supervisor, their agent uh, that, that saw something in them. Is there anything that they can or should do that would help you in terms of selecting the people that come here? Or is there anything that we can do more of, either maybe even at the village level or once they're out in supervision, that you see that that might be helpful? There's probably only one thing that I would ask. They've been doing a good job, I think, with sending the right people to us. They come prepared with good attitude. They seem to have a grateful heart, you know, happy for the opportunity. The only thing would be if they could be cognizant of the person's shift and if they have responsibilities where they have to meet with their parole agent, I would hope that they could be, you know, working with them and us on that because attendance and being here, we run a pretty lean ship. So if someone's not here, even for a couple hours, um, it, it makes it difficult and there seems to be, you know, team resentment and that kind of thing. So our, our shifts are, you know, some start at 2.30 in the afternoon or 3.30 and hopefully they could meet before that or if they're on a day shift, those are finished by 2.30 or 3.30 and hopefully they could meet those obligations outside of their work obligations. That would be most helpful to us. I would have to say that Ryan Powell and I have worked well together over the last couple of years, you know, trying to develop and fine tune this program. And uh, kudos to Ryan for putting together a great vetting process that is in place today. And I find it extremely helpful helpful in making sure that we are receiving the right candidates. So there's, there's a series of vetting that goes uh, on before that man or woman arrives at our at our training facility. Yeah, yeah, I, I totally agree. Ryan does a great job because you know we want to we want to get you the right people. We want your success rate to be high, but we also don't want to waste your time. We don't want to send you people that aren't ready. So uh, kudos to the staff that are making sure that that happens. And and Chris, yeah, thank you for saying that because I know I'm sure Greg can speak to it too. But we hear that we talk to our staff and our agents and everybody. And we try to drive that home that we're here to not be a hindrance. We know we have to supervise them, but we're also not trying to put roadblocks in their way and tell them that they have to be here to meet our schedule. We need to start working with them more. So uh, that's good to hear and a good way to back up what we've been trying to say too. 100%. You know, that, that, that is a message that we have been preaching for so long is don't be another barrier to somebody's success, right? The employment is a barrier. And once they get employment, that barrier goes down and don't don't put that barrier back up for somebody. So I also greatly appreciate you saying that. And I, I greatly appreciate both of you on behalf of the department, a taxpayer, everybody for doing what you do. It, it, it makes a difference. You, you're giving somebody a chance, a second chance. Sometimes that's all they need. So thank you guys for being here today and for being on our team and, and, and Michigan's team and, and really trying to help people out. So you guys are awesome. We appreciate you guys coming on and talking about it today. Well, Chris, that's uh, that was a good podcast. I, it was, it's really nice to number one, get out of the office and actually go on location to, you know, to do a podcast, especially a, a, an event like this. I, I love that we're doing this. You know, we were obviously at the, the one we did for Metro for, for Wayne County. Uh, that was amazing. I love to see that, uh, that they're kind of piggybacking off that and doing this for Oakland County. Maybe we'll have one for Macomb next or some other County. Well, yeah, I, was just I think gonna it's going to spread. Absolutely. And, and if, you know, if other staff want to do something like this, you can always reach out to Brock. Um, I mean, Ryan Powell got a lot of kudos on this podcast for the work that he's doing and he is doing doing some amazing work. Um, you can reach out to Ryan. Ryan's got a full complement of staff who can who can help you. You know, Nicole Odom is one of them um, who can help you get something like this set up. It's a great idea. If you have a lot of offenders who are looking for employment, just can't seem to get there to set something up like this to really to push that a little harder. So I can um, see maybe uh, Kent County, Kalamazoo area. I think that you know, we got some really awesome staff over there that I think would be really game for, for doing something like this and putting it together. And Well, and clearly Kevin Iad up in the UP has a 90% employment rate, so oh, he doesn't yeah. need something like this. But uh, <laughs> a couple podcasts ago, um, he talked about. So yeah, good stuff. Uh, we'll go out and See what's going on out there. What do you say? All right. Sounds good. All right, Chris. Well, everybody stay tuned to a new episode of Field Days Podcast. 
right. As always, thank you for listening. We'd love it if you would help us spread the word about the podcast. You can do that by subscribing to the show on iTunes and leave us a review. You can always follow the department on Facebook at MI Corrections and on Twitter at Michigan DOC, as well as the FOA account at MDOC FOA and the CFA account at MDOC CFA. And you can send any questions you have to the show using the hashtag AskFieldDays. Until next time, thanks for tuning in to Field Days Podcast.